0: what the hair a tangled podcast part of the geeky waffle network are you ready to rumble because it's cassandra versus eugene on today's episode of what the hair i'm candace and with me is my co-host Krista. hey krista hey Okay, so Cassandra versus Eugene is the fifth episode of Tangle the Series. It premiered on April 21st, 2017. It was written by Katie Matilia and directed by Joe O. The premise of this episode is Rapunzel is tired of Cassandra and Eugene just like bickering all the time. So she pulls a jigsaw and locks him up in a room together.
1: So based on the title immediately I'm like I think I'm going to like this episode and now looking at all the notes I took for this episode <laughs> I think it might be one of my favorites so far.
0: It's honestly it's it's in my top 10 because again like I love character driven things and this is so character driven and I I also love Eugene and Cassandra so much too and they're just they're a lot together.
1: <laughs> they are a lot. And it was the very beginning of the episode. And honestly, I wish I could have like live tweeted this episode because I kept me. <laughs> I like had so many observations that I like was writing down. Um, At the very beginning, they're fighting yet again. You can tell Rapunzel has like reached her limit. And I'm like, what took her so long to like get fed up with this? Like I would have locked them in a dungeon like years ago. She's a princess. She can get new friends. And so, of course, then she locks them in a dungeon. And I was like. Did I call it or what? (laughs) Yeah.
0: And you got to think like what Rapunzel is used to. She's used to just having Pascal as her one companion and he's pretty quiet, you know. So that's a lot of noise. That's a lot of feelings.
1: Yeah. I wonder if at first she didn't mind because, hey, it was friends. She wasn't alone. She, you know, didn't have to, like, just talk to herself all the time. But, you know, everybody reaches their limit and Rapunzel has reached hers. Uh, It's like she's the mom dealing with, like, two, like, bickering siblings, like, kids. Yeah. Um, I thought they were going to
0: fight, like, punch each other for a little while.
1: (laughs) I wasn't sure. I was
0: like, oh, there's going to be fists thrown.
1: Hands will be thrown. (laughs) It's hilarious that, you know, anybody else would be like, okay, these are two friends of mine that can't get along. Let's just keep them apart from each other for my sanity. I'll hang out with them separately. Or no. maybe I'll sit down and talk with them. Yeah, but Rapunzel you know? instead is like, you know what? I'm going to lock them up together and they'll become best friends. How could this possibly go wrong? Okay. And let's let's go back to um,
0: what Rapunzel's like, knowledge is of her first 18 years. Because Gothel's uh, answer to everything was lock her in a tower
1: oh <gasps> I didn't think of that
0: so oh Rapunzel you took it dark like, you took it dark right away it's I like every episode how can I make this dark I did it just a few minutes in yes so that's just like Rapunzel's like yeah okay they being trapped that will solve it
1: meanwhile like she says this idea and Pascal's like giving her the side eye like uh okay. I'm a lizard and I know this is a bad idea <laughs>
0: Pascal in this episode is over everything. Right? So much he, side eye. He's side eyeing. He's rolling his eyes. He's doing like this little walk where he's just like, oh, how did I get roped into this? He is like judging Rapunzel so hard. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I should go check on them. But he's like, just like, oh, I'm too old for this. That's what he's he looks so over like. It. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's one of the scenes. Is Pascal? Um, he gives a note to both Cassandra and Eugene, and he's just he just like comes in and he's just like just
1: read it. When they
0: ask what it is,
1: he slaps Eugene with it when Eugene doesn't take it right away. He does the tongue thing where he like slaps him with the letter. He's so done with everything. This chameleon is how I'm already
0: feeling about 2022. I'm like I'm done. Oh, my we're God. good.
1: Yeah, so like you said, she locks them up and then gives us, like, Saw vibes. Like, I haven't even watched the Saw movies because yeah. I'm a wimp, but right. I was already like, this is what the Saw movies were, right? Yeah, and also, Chris, like, we're ha- we have a Disney podcast. Of course, we don't like the Saw movies.
0: <laughs> but okay, I have to say, I've seen this episode, like, a number of times because, like, this is also, like, my show that I watch, like, when I just want to have something in the background or, you mm. know, just something if I'm ready to go to bed. I crack up every time Eugene says, a note from Cassandra, if this is another eviction letter, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) She does not have the authority to do that. I checked. I checked. He had to check. And just the fact that it makes it sound like this isn't like just a one-time deal. Like
1: Cassandra was sending him multiple (laughs) notes telling him he's kicked out of the castle. It's great, because it's kind of, like, almost like a throwaway line. Like, I'm yeah. like, did they add lib that? Like, it just implies so much. Oh, my
0: God. And you're just, like, imagining Cassandra at her desk being like, to whom it may concerned, Eugene Fitzherbert must l- exit the premises at this date. And you're just like.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I would have loved to see that. I would love to see the note. The notes, actually. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so they just, Cassandra and Eugene just go with it. They're like, yeah, we'll go meet in a cell somewhere.
1: (laughs) Well, I think they're both just so excited about the prospect of the other one admitting that they're wrong. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll walk into this clearly preposterous situation.
0: And yeah, like you were saying, like Rapunzel, major jigsaw vibes. She's like, within these walls, you will find a series of (laughs) stretches." Practically placed increasingly difficult clues.
1: Each one more unfathomable, unfan- unfantho- perplexing than the last. Okay, no drinking when you're trying to read the lines, Candace. <laughs> unfathomable. I've never said Fathomable? that. Fathomable? Unfathomable. Oh, my God.
0: It's been a long Fathomable. day. Fathomable? What? That's not a word. Unfathomable. Oh, I have never said this word Fathomable. before. Fathomable. Thank you. Then the l- And perplexing than the last put them together and you're free to go fail and this prison cell will become your new tomb you your new home tombs a little too much but then she does that evil laugh which was adorable and then it she was... goes back with cookies she's like i made you guys cookies
1: <laughs> i'm like at that point if i was them i'd be like she has lost it and it makes sense she was locked up for years now she's locked us up and she's given us poisonous cookies do not eat those cookies
0: Again, everyone in the series, emotion emotional intelligence is very tiny and they're <laughs> growing and they're learning and yeah. So it's kind of like tangled the escape room at this point, right? <gasps> that would be amazing. I know. I want it. I want it. And yeah, so they find all these little
1: bits and bobs and then Eugene and Cassandra actually
0: like start
1: bonding. They do on and off. Like it yeah. starts and then, of course, you know, it stops and it's, yeah. Well, okay.
0: Again, I'm a big Cass fan and I'm like, Cass has never done anything wrong in her entire life. Oh, <laughs> please. But, like, yeah. So Eugene is like, oh, it must be hard being like the captain's daughter, you know? And she's like, well, he took me in. Nobody else We found out that she's adopted in this episode.
1: Yes. Okay. I'm glad we've got to this part already. Okay. So this whole, this whole show, I've been like, these two argue like they were like long lost siblings or, you know, like some shows they'd argue like they're going to be the ones that end up together because they have like great chemistry, like back and forth yeah. with like the insults and stuff. But I was like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if they're long lost siblings and she's an orphan. So they could be. In theory. They could be Candace. No, no, no. Don't. This is my head cannon can- yeah, Head Headcanon now. Just let me have it. Me have I'm not saying nice. anything. I'm not saying anything. Do, okay. Do we learn more about her childhood and her past at some point in this show? We might learn
0: more about both of their childhoods and past.
1: <gasps> Which could be the same the past show. because they're siblings.
0: Yeah. We'll find out. By, by the end of the series, we will know who their siblings, who's both their parents. Could be
1: both Are. their parents, as in they have the same parents. <laughs> oh, she's gone. I'm like much. a dog with a bone, I'm like Maximus with an apple, Pascal with a murder weapon. Like, I'm yeah, so like, yeah,
0: All right, my thing about saying Cassandra's right is that Eugene was prying a little bit too much. It's like. He's like, oh, I always imagined they were like treasure hunters and once they were done, they would come back for me. And he's like, oh, what do you think about your parents? And like, He Asandra- was
1: trying to reach out. He was extending the olive branch and it was working until she kind of like buttoned up because she got kind of uncomfortable, which is fair, but she didn't have to snap at him.
0: Yeah. And then he calls her Ice Queen again.
1: He does. But to be fair, he had also defended her like right before that when another prisoner calls her lady frowns a lot, which is the best description of Cass ever.
0: Mm -hmm. And I just love how like they bond by making fun of people together. Like he puts her arm around her and he's like, I would say this about you like you're a bad dresser and you smell, but I'm not going to. And they're like Eugene and Cassandra are just smiling as they like make fun of someone else.
1: Well, it's very much like, again, you know, even if they're not siblings, they have that kind of rivalry thing where it's like, I can make fun of you and I can call you names, but other people better not. Like that, he seems like that overprotective brother. I'm pretty sure Eugene says something
0: in that to that degree in a few episodes where he's like, I'm the only one allowed to mess with her. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, you got it, Krista. It's very much like they do like each other in a way.
1: They they love to hate on each other. Yeah, they're learning to like each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like also like no 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 no. I get to pick on them. Nobody yeah. else can. Yeah, and but, I... go for it. Uh, but while they're bickering in their dungeon cell, we realize that the Stabbington brothers are one cell below. And I'll admit, I had no idea that, A, they were called the Stabbingdon Brothers, or that their names were actually Sideburns and Patchy.
0: I don't know, like, if that's, like, their official name or, like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're orphans, too. There's a book, The Rise of Flynn Rider, which we get a little bit more info. But they're played by Ron Parman.
1: Oh, they're both played by Ron Paul. Well,
0: Palmer. only like one it, of them talks.
1: Yeah, Patchy doesn't talk, right? Yeah, Patchy, Patchy's silent. Which, again, I didn't notice that he never talked until, yeah, I'd read about it. And then in this episode, he is about to have one line towards the end. He starts to say the word, and then his brother stops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was fun to have them back and have something from the first movie. So that added, like history and connection to yeah that like movie. that added like some more excitement versus if they had just been random some criminals. other random bad guy of the week
0: yeah yeah and they still are not fond of eugene no i i understand why <laughs> yeah they have They're their reason. Better. yeah and one little prop somebody on tumblr brought up was like eugene stepped in front of cassandra when the stabbingtons came into their cell he was like oh <sighs> You know, I didn't like,
1: notice that. Aww. Yeah,
0: so I thought that was cute. So this is the first episode where we see Freeborg. <sighs> I don't know how to describe her. I don't know what her point is. Because she pops up in little cameos throughout the series. And so she's in the background.
1: That part made me uncomfortable. I don't know. I might be, I'm, so, maybe I'm overanalyzing it. But like, it just felt like the joke was that, oh, she this hideous, weird person. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so the joke is that she has like, odd facial features and bug eyes and doesn't talk so she could be mute and that's the joke like it just felt like a really cheap joke
0: yeah in the book rapunzel on the lost lagoon it's confirmed that freeborg is actually ariana's handmaiden and she seems very capable in the book so i don't know if the book is just trying to give her more but yeah i never got i was like i literally googled i'm like what's the point of her like what they going for and the one thing i will say about the series i just don't like that that's the
1: only thing in the entire series i don't like right it just feels really like it doesn't fit um yeah. like it feels like a joke like making fun of somebody's facial features or awkwardness like that seems like something they make a joke about 10 years ago or 20 years ago
0: yeah and especially not, not something like rapunzel would do
1: yeah so we i don't do... know
0: the, i did not like that we do have like another character come in later in the season, and they're like, "Oh, Freborg will talk your ear off. She's got stories to tell, you know, like things like that." So maybe she's just quiet around certain people. So people like, you know, you get them going. But yeah, it's just maybe
1: weird. she also doesn't like Rapunzel, just like uh, Uncle Mort- Morty, Uncle Morty, Monty, Uncle Monty. Yeah, Uncle Monty oh maybe they have a club i hate rapunzel club (gasps) that would be hilarious and it only has like two or three people Mm because obviously everybody else loves rapunzel but it's these three like super bitter people and they have t-shirts then it turns out rapunzel actually designed (laughs) but they don't know it she's just really supportive of everyone yeah oh that'd be great um, I do. Okay. So I feel like I'm defending Eugene a lot. in this episode, Okay. And that feels weird. But honestly, between him and Cass, I would choose Eugene to be on my team for an escape room. Because I feel like he was, like, doing real good. He figured more stuff out and oddly was helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, we discussed in the previous episode, like, is he a himbo?
1: No, he's just <laughs> a little bit so self-absorbed. He doesn't notice me. That was a point I was going to bring up. So uh, twice in this episode, he mentions his hair, like how great his hair is, Mm -hmm. or, oh no, don't put the bag over my head, my hair. And all (laughs) of a sudden I'm like, okay, he's basically Uncle Jesse from Full House. You know, they're both very good looking, have nice hair that they talk about constantly, self-centered, but also like loving to the people they're close to. But all of a sudden I was like, he's Uncle Jesse.
0: (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, he's like looking in the mirror. He's like, hey, he's brushing his hair during like they're trying to escape. I mean, Cass got it going, though. She's one who figured out like the cookies, I will say.
1: True, true. Oh, my she God. Is this, epi-
0: that. Is this episode Cassandra versus Eugene and we each pick one and we're like, this one's better. <gasps> oh
1: no, God. no. I just thought that he had some really good moments in this he episode. Did. And I wanted to. You wanted to give him attention to them. Yes, because the moments are few and far between for him sometimes, (laughs) especially, like, in the coming next episode. So I feel like (laughs) I got to get it in here now. Yeah.
0: And it seems like they bonded when they defeat the Stabbington brothers by using leverage. Mm -hmm. But then. And in the uh, beginning of the episode, Eugene breaks a vase that, or vase, as Cass says. Of course he would say boss. <laughs> Cassandra. <laughs> but yeah, so uh and it's the king's favorite we find out. One of a
1: kind. Yeah.
0: No others in the world like it. And we find out Cassandra actually um put it back together for Eugene. So he's
1: not in trouble. That was so sweet. Okay, yeah. and then here's where I have beef. Okay. They have that very sweet moment. They're doing pretty good. Rapunzel's plan oddly sort of worked. Not in the way she planned. (laughs)
0: Okay,
1: And then all of a sudden, they start fighting again about the halbert, which was how the vase got broken in the first place, and Mm -hmm. where it is. And earlier in the episode, Rapunzel had been playing with it and got it stuck up in the ceiling. And she hears them starting to fight again after they had been finally getting along. And instead of her going in and being like, hey, it's me. You don't need to fight. It's me. She just slinks away. So of the three of them, the person who didn't learn anything in this episode was actually Rapunzel.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. She totally could have just solved everything by being like, hey, stop yelling at each other. It was
1: actually my fault. Oh, I was so disappointed in her. You were disappointed. (laughs) I was. I mean, yeah, they have to get back to the status quo, you know. But like, I was like, really? You went to all that work to get them to like each other? they were doing so well for them <laughs> and didn't even own up to your mistakes so that things stay like good between them Ugh. yeah like
0: i feel like again they're a little bit better and they're gonna continue to grow it's not just like this is resetting right at the beginning like some shows do where mm. nothing changes but yeah damn puzzle pascal was right to give you all the side eyes So much side-eye throughout the whole
1: episode. It was just great.
0: I was just feeling that lizard. I was like, yeah, that's how I'm feeling too. (laughs) He was just like, I want to take a nap. I'm annoyed with
1: you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's next episode where his tail gets set on fire.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Pescat. Spoiler Yeah, spoiler alert. (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to add about this episode? If you want to look over your mini notes
1: uh no i honestly just loved it and i think i really said all my notes i think the only uh, the only note i didn't read was i pray to god rapunzel never tries to play matchmaker
0: she just locks people in rooms together
1: i mean that sounds like fanfic though right
0: yeah yeah there is
1: (laughs) okay well we want to know what do you
0: think this episode is it one of your favorites like it is currently ours um, you can find us at thegeekywaffle.com, geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, the Geeky Waffle everywhere else, including Patreon, patreon.com slash the Geeky Waffle. You can find me at Candace is a Geek. And Krista, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Krista Geeks Out. Okay. And we hope, as Rapunzel says, you have the best day ever.